Howdy, y'all. This is Earth A94, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, or a Marvel podcast, whichever one you want to choose for SEO purposes, if you know what that means. Each week, we dive into the multiverse that is Marvel and bring you through what's going on through the quantum realm. So is there a new movie that's coming out that uh, it's not a big deal, but I guess the, there's a book that is a bit of a big deal. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay, because we're going to probably talk a little bit about that stuff as we go, because today's agenda is we're all doing a bit of a preview and predictions, so you know where this is going, for Marvel Studios' next installment in Phase 5, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I'm excited for We're going to have a great discussion tonight. And so we have a full group of awesome people uh, with one person who's actually been referenced many, many times, but they're going to be making their first debut on Earth and Four. So before we get to that, my co-host that I love and adore, and you know what? He's a man who inspired me to want to get a fanny pack because he knows how to rock it, stock it, and really make it look incredible, like his favorite movie. Incredible Hulk. Is it his favorite movie? I don't know. It's Louis Tonnerini. Yeah, I'm here. We're going to do this. I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, it's been As in a while. It's been at least a week. We did uh, top five Ant-Man stuffs. Well, if you uh, predicted that I was going to delay episodes in the second year or third year now of this podcast, you're right. And someone who is very often right with their predictions our favorite Georgian all the way from the great mountains who he's got a cool berry he likes to hang out with. And he really knows how to predict it all. It's Mr. Marvel from Mr. Marvel minutes himself, or as we like to call him, Brian, how's it going? Good, man. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing great. Now that you guys are here, it's going to be grand old time. So much better. What was the last time we had you on? For an actual episode, and not like a live stream or anything. I'm trying to remember. Is it what Con- Black, Black Panther? Just do. Yeah, I feel like we just did one. We had a live stream, but you weren't even on the live stream. You're in the chat, I think. Yeah, you were in the chat. In the we, chat. we did the. So I, oh, I was there. The what was it? Was your uh, Civil War? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was, had yeah. you on my show. That's what it was. And Louie, you weren't there, Mister. When's Mr. Marvel coming back? The last episode I saw was, I'm back. And then you posted that on Halloween. <laughs> it's February. <laughs> and I'm back. Touche, touche. Well, uh, we're glad you're back. And you brought with you a very, very uh, exciting guest. It's Earth 894. And so we have seen her many times on socials and tagging and everything like that. And you may see her just having an awesome time at one of the Disney theme parks. She goes by the handle Ashley Spooky Castle, and so she is making her first appearance on the episode tonight. So, Ashley, welcome to Earth 894, officially. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, before we dive into all the fun tonight, let's do a quick check. Who is your favorite character? Oh, um... I didn't realize I needed to be prepared to answer questions off the spot or on the spot. Um, I think I'm going to go with Loki as my favorite character. since so that's who I named my first dog after. I'm going to ride with Loki. Good choice. Good choice. Let's see. Favorite movie from the MCU or Ooh, just any Marvel movie. Okay. 
Oh, man. Um, I think I'm going to go with Ragnarok. I was talking to Louie about this the other the best day. One. My top five movies. I know. One. It's so good. So nice. good. Nice. Nice. It's all around good movie. Awesome. And uh, what are you most excited for for this coming year? Um, I'm excited for Loki season two, since it's kind of the only Marvel show we're getting a second season of. Um, I'm actually really excited for this movie because I like the Ant-Man movies. I think they're very underrated. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're very funny. Um, and I think, I think that's kind of it. I think some of the TV shows I'm excited about, but some of them have kind of been eh recently. Mm-hmm. What is that light? <laughs> um, it's a ghost light. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost light. Spooky. <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Always good to have a little bit of a, a quick check just to get an idea of uh, who we're dealing with, but really just to get an idea yeah, I was of what say, you like. You weren't about to kick me out. <laughs> nah, nah, it's okay. Uh, anyone who loves Thor, The Dark World is their favorite movie. They're the ones we question. They're the Gemini of uh, equivalent. If you're thinking in like horse, horoscope stuff, I don't know. Not really. If you love Thor, oh, The right, Dark World, that's your number one movie. Or, oh, yeah. we are. Oh, my God. Well, Brian's not whatever. He's the other thing, but the other thing me and Louie, I don't know. Whatever comes the after strongest Avenger is what I am. There you go. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yes. Leo's Leo's <laughs> rule it all. And so what rules is uh, just kind of catching up uh, like we have a little bit off air, but to do it more formally, this is where we like to kind of just uh, break the ice a little bit talk about what's been marvelous in our day-to-day since we last spoke and recorded or hung out or whatever or you know posted your episode saying you're back um but maybe you got a new comic book maybe you got a new funko pop or maybe you got some cool merch so let's kick it off officially with who sings that song someone once asked me and i said what are you talking about so louis what has been MCU for you? You said new Funko Pops, and you know, I uh, I got this guy. Oh, you got Namor, right? <laughs> cool. Does that one actually glow in the dark or light up or anything? No, but if you hit the light on the water, it kind of shines. Pretty cool looking. Also, nice man. Yeah. Sorry for everyone listening to this audio podcast. I got the. This one I've wanted for a long time, and it came available on Funko.com. The Wanda with the cool little swooshy thing on the bottom. Okay, so I work with a guy. I've talked about him a lot on the show, and he drives me crazy. He's very, he wants like them to take a comic book and then put that on the screen. Do not change anything. Have it be exactly what it is on the screen. And he was getting upset with me the other day. And it stuck with me. He said to me, now, what would you do? No, he said, would you be okay if you were watching a Thor movie and Thor was black? And I said, sure, I'd be fine with it. Like if Idris Elba was Thor, I think that would be badass. No, you're a liar because Thor isn't black. You can't just make him black. I said, I, Thor is a mythological dude, man. Like he's not anything. He, yeah, he can be black. He can be green i don't give a shit and he was like you're a liar you know deep down in your soul thor has to be thor and i'm just like 
yeah, I like Chris Hemsworth as Thor, but like if he never had been Thor, I wouldn't have a Thor in my head of who needed to be him. And if you put fucking Michael B. Jordan as Thor, I think he'd be badass. If like in God of War game, he's a big fat guy. I would love a big fat guy. And I know he was fat in Endgame, but that was different. Michael B. Thornton. There it is. There it is. Back to you, Lou. Oh, there it was. Um, other than that, that drove me that drove me crazy. I uh I do admit. And then I told him about the new Spider-Man video game and how uh Harry Osborne's gonna be Venom. And he thought I was talking about the next movie, and he was so upset until he figured out I was talking about a video game that he wasn't gonna play. But he was like, Harry becomes the hobgoblin. And I wasn't gonna correct him and be like, No, he no, he doesn't. But alas, I was just like, whatever, you know, but the video game is going to be fucking sick. And you're going to be you're going to be able to play as both Spider-Man trying to fight off Harry Osborn. And Norman was standing there all green at the end. We're going to get Green Goblin, too. Let's fucking go. And he was not he was not happy about it. I've started a collection on my wall right there. You can't see it, but it's the Marvel comic cover. Funko Pops. And I have the She-Hulk and Shuri now. I got both of those through this week. And now it's almost an obsession. And I'm missing there's a a Walmart exclusive Spider-Man and a Walmart exclusive Thor. And when you look them up on whatever, they run about $45 because you can't find them. And I don't want to pay that much because I'm cheap. But if you go to walmart.com, the Spider-Man is on sale for $19.88. And I've looked every day for the last like four or five days because it just says check availability in stores near you. Then you click on it and no stores have it. Then you just type in random numbers to get different, different zip codes and no stores have this thing. Why is it on sale? If nobody has it, it's driving me insane. Anyways, I need it. I want it. Give it to me. That's all I have to say. Did you see they have uh, the uh, another exclusive? It's coming to Target soon for their like Target. Hawkeye and Wolverine. Oh, the Black Spider Man. Yeah, the symbiote. See that one? Yeah, it's not out yet, but I'm gonna get it. Well, I hope you do, Louis, because you have a really cool collection going so far. And uh, yeah, I want you to keep getting that Spidey sense tingling so you can actually get all the stuff you're hunting down but awesome man so that's over to you brian what has been mcu for you my dude oh man i have just been addicted to marvel snap and it is nuts so i appreciate you getting me on the bandwagon with that what's your collector level at now uh i am 1795 oh boy you being me i think i'm only at 1400 oh man get on up there but it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun i've been uh i actually took one of your discard decks and modified it a little bit. And um, I've literally have not lost, but maybe four games uh, in this new season, which Ooh. I mean, only came out Monday. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. That's a new one of the, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. It's like all like Ant-Man quantum mania kind of thing into stuff. the quantum realm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. I, uh, you know, one of my favorite parts of the game is literally just giving my decks really stupid names. Like, for instance, my discard one is called Hella Discards because it's all about Hella. 
then I have another one called uh, that I'm using death as a prime card. So I named it death to decaf. And then I have an ongoing deck where you have to use spectrum. So I call it spectrum patronum. And then I also have uh, a move deck that I titled move along for all the Star Wars fans. And then finally, my uh, proudest one and also the dumbest one I've come up with using the uh, Zabu card. I named the deck Honey Zabubu. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm living off the uh, the discard delight. <laughs> discard delight. I like that. I uh, We need to do, uh, since Snap has released their like way to battle with friends. I haven't done it yet. Have you tried it yet with anyone? Um, I tried and... The person I was going to play with had already jumped off or was already in a game. Ah. So it's one of those, you can only share that code when you are ready to play. Yeah, I really wish they had a way you could just add friends and then just see when they're online and, you know, mm -hmm. do it like how normal games do it. Maybe it's right. just a beta. I don't know. But we'll have, to, we'll have a little snap battle. We'll have to do snap, crackle, pop, like a drop it like it's hot. I'm just, waiting for for the, I'm just waiting for Louis to go. <sighs> well, anyways, uh, Ashley, what has been MCU for you? So when I, I was just at Disney, obviously, <laughs> and there is this new Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot, which is super badass. Highly recommend riding it if you get to go. And I was super fortunate to be able to ride it twice. And if you didn't know, they have six different songs that you can get on the ride. And so far, I wrote it in September last year when I went with my mom, but I got two new songs that I haven't had before. Um, so that was my little MCU-ness since the Florida parks don't have a lot of Marvel stuff with the universal rights of all the crap mm, that goes on right. um, on the east side. So that was the closest like MCU moment I could get while being at Disney in Florida recently. So in total, uh, you went on twice and then you've also gone on it in September, you said? Mm -hmm. So I've... Yeah, so I've ridden the ride three times now. So they have September, Disco Inferno, Conga, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, I Ran in One Way or Another, or the six different songs you can get, and it's totally random. Um, so it's really fun. People like to count. And then I've had, um, I had Conga and Everybody Wants to Rule the World this past time, and then in September I had One Way or Another. So nice. it's a lot of fun. I'm excited nice. for Brian to try it out in October of this year. Oh, that's cool. So what would you say out of those three songs you've experienced so far, which one made the best experience i think conga um the way you ride like i don't want to like spoil it for brian but um with conga it makes the ride feel like you're going faster so i really enjoyed gotcha. that because i like i like i have the need for speed um but it was really it's really really cool it's there the storyline though on the ride has like nothing to do with like what goes on in the mcu so it's a little like weird in that but it's still really cool nice yeah it, it looks really cool it's it's really awesome like the technology that goes into it but um drax talks about cake which is really funny at the beginning and then That's terry awesome. cruz makes an appearance <laughs> but it's really funny when he talks about cake nice i watched uh i like to live vicariously through like ride pov videos and stuff mm -hmm. um since college too. and everything yeah and so i've seen them all but i i know that definitely doesn't pay like it's, it doesn't live up to the the actual real in-person experience of doing it like doesn't do it justice so um yeah it, yeah i don't feel like it's been spoiled for me yet until i'm actually there i'm just like screaming i'm like ah and having a great time yeah i was really good about not watching any spoilers before i wrote it um so i, I knew nice. like a couple little things that happened but it was nice to have that moment of like oh my god this is cool and new because i've been so many times mm. i don't have that a lot anymore so i was glad to avoid that awesome i'm trying to cool. do the same for tron 
Oh, yeah. They've been working on that for years, right? In uh, Orlando? They've been working on that since like 2017. Yeah. It, I Shit hope better be worth it. Yeah, it, it looks so cool. It looks so cool. I've still yet to ever watch Tron, but maybe I will soon. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched the movie. Well, awesome, guys. Love all the MCU for you. To cap it off, uh, my own little experience. Um, I, too, have been playing a lot of Marvel Snap. You know, just trying to grind. And now I finally got Spider-Man as a card in my shop. So I've pinned it. So now uh, I'll play for the next two and a half months. Hopefully I get enough collector's tokens so I can unlock the damn uh, friendly neighborhood menace. But it's a good time. Boom. You looking for this? This whole episode, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, we are talking about the movie that is kicking off Phase 5. It's gotten some really great reviews already because the premiere has just kicked off across the globe uh, just this past week. And so now we're in that dangerous time where there's a lot of spoilers. It's going to get a little whack. Uh, so we're going to do our damnedest to not get spoiled. We know Louie has done a really good job so far of not watching any trailers for the most part. Um, so we will keep that in mind as we go ahead. But do not count on us trying to actually say any spoilers other than what has just been shared publicly. So that way, everyone is safe. But before we do that, I need to do something for the legal terms. And legal not being actually legal, just as a point of reference in case. Mr. Marvel... We have given him a lot of stuff off air for this, poked fun at him, because we found out he had seen a certain movie before we did some predictions. So, to make sure we are in the clear this time, totally fine, and we're laughing about it because it's hilarious. Mr. Marvel, please put a hand on your heart or a comic book if you have one in front of you, and repeat after me. I, Mr. Marvel. I, Mr. Marvel. Solemnly swear. Solemnly swear. I have not seen the movie. I have not seen the movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Before recording this episode. Before recording this episode. And let it be known. And let it be known. That if I have. That if I have. That Devin and Louie. That Devin and Louie. Get full. Get full. Rights. Rights to my smoking machine. To my smoking machine. Is that what it's called? No, it's a smoker. That's what I meant to say. A smoker. <laughs> smoking. Oh, the Traeger. The Traeger. There it is. <laughs> yes. The Traeger. That's I it. will vouch for Brian that he has not seen the movie. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a All rave right. with a smoking machine. I was excited. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, what did he buy now? <laughs> oh, God damn it. See, see Devin, uh, the, that was the joke's on you. He hasn't seen it before recording, but because it, it's on right in front of him, he's just watching it as he, as we, as we record. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that Wolverine? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? You played yourself. No, it's Howard the Duck. Oh. How the duck oh watch? man, I'm uh, I am looking forward to finding out because I'm sure you're gonna figure out a way, Brian, to incorporate uh, Howard the Duck in your prediction for today. So, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how you do it. Um, also, that was just a little fun, totally on the fly. Just saw we do a little poke fun of Brian. We love you to death, or else we wouldn't do something like that. But that was what my MCU for you was. I watched Wakanda Forever because it's streaming on Disney Plus. That's what it was. <laughs> Good times. Anyways. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You know, 
Ashley, you put it very well saying uh, at the beginning of the episode that you feel like the Ant-Man movies are kind of underrated and stuff like that. And I totally agree because Louis used to give me kind of some like, hey, man, you got to watch the movies. They're good. Paul Rudd. He's funny. Fucking Derek or Baskin Robbins. And he's right. Watched a lot of Ant-Man lately and they are funny. And uh, that's one of the things Louis and I talked about in a, a prior episode. And I'm kind of curious to get everyone's kind of frame of reference on this or thoughts and opinions. Obviously, Ant-Man and then Ant-Man the Wasp were kind of like, like Peyton Reed described them, the director, as kind of being palate cleansers for the MCU because they're always like at the end of the phases and stuff like that. Um, but this movie definitely is not the case. It's kicking off phase five. It looks pretty damn intense. We got King the motherfucking Cocker and some other stuff going on. So do you guys think we're still going to get that kind of like humor tone or like what makes Ant-Man like full of character? Do you think we're going to still get that in this movie? Or do you think it's going to be completely just totally different? Maybe, uh, Brian, what do you think? I mean, it's Paul Rudd. You can't have a Paul Rudd movie without that humor, without that nostalgia. I mean, it, it's going to be hilarious from start, middle to finish. Nice, man. I, 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 totally, I totally agree. But I still am a little nervous. But uh, Ashley, what do you think? I think we're going to get some humor in it, but I don't think it's going to be as much as the first two because I feel like there's going to be like some serious shit that he's going through. And he's probably going to be like, okay, I got some serious shit, but like, let me make a little funny comment here to like soften the blow about what's about to happen. But I think it's not going to be as like loosey goosey as the other two because I feel like it's really going to set the stage for like what's going to happen in the next two phases. Oh, in the next two phases. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Louis, do you still kind of feel the same too? I feel like it's, uh, are you a little worried that it might not have its like humorous charm? You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried that Thor, Love and Thunder was too many jokes. Now they're going to try and cut the jokes out of Ant-Man to make it not a big fucking joke fest to please all these fucking people that are like eh, too many too many punchlines too many jokes now they're gonna ruin ant-man that's what i think do i no, i actually don't think they're gonna ruin ant-man but i think they're gonna try and tone it down a lot with his comedicness yeah that's it that's an interesting point though because sometimes we've seen that trying to th well i mean kind of overall for phase four right a lot of criticism just like what the heck is this what the heck is that and a lot of she hulk stuff too people are giving criticisms about and uh there was all little like reports saying that Marvel is seriously considering like how they're doing phase five and phase six more because of phase four's like jokiness and just kind of random stuff. So you kind of bring up a good point, Louie, that I never really think about or consider. Um, how much does movies that are like that affect the other ones? But I just can't see this movie not being at least a little bit funny, like you were saying, Ashley, like, you know, still throwing, just sprinkle it in a little bit. Give us Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. I think a lot of that's going to happen in the beginning of the movie before we really get into the the thick and of the plot and all that. But I worry, could that be like, then it's like all the funny stuff and yada yada's beginning. And then it's all just like full on hit the highway, full charge ahead. And then we'll see. I don't know, but I'm excited. Now you guys, uh, are you going to be seeing the movie opening night or did you have to kind of play around with tickets kind of thing? Or what's uh, your plan for seeing it? I think we're seeing it Saturday. We live in the middle of nowhere now, so it's very difficult to, like, get out and go see a movie. We're very late. Yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, well, I forgot. Did you guys, uh, what's your theater chain of choice that you usually like to go to? 
AMC, Regal. I think we're seeing yeah. this one out of Regal. Yeah, I think so too. We used to go see everything at AMC and then a new Regal opened up near us and that's mm. where we were going for a while. But AMC has the better like popcorn buckets and all that jazz. True. Oh, I, that, you bring up a good point. I didn't see anything about popcorn buckets for this movie. We just got our Thor Love and Thunder popcorn bucket. Let's go. You just got it. We, we literally just got it. Just got it. Let's go. Yeah. We yeah. pre-ordered that. <laughs> yep. Can that even be considered a pre-order if you get it like almost seven months after right? the movie came out? No, said someone who's never pre-ordered a Funko Pop in his life, I guess. Oh my God. Target's <laughs> the worst with pre-ordering Funko Pops. I've had so many get canceled. It's awful. I always hear that even like not even the Funkos, but just like toys in general from Target. How they're like, hey, mm -hmm. I got this email that went to my spam saying, hey, do you want this thing you ordered still? Click yes within the next two minutes or we're just yep. canceling it. It's like, what the hell what kind of deal is that? Um, that, that's, that sucks. Well, maybe it's a good thing that you guys are not seeing an AMC given all the nonsense I'm not going to get on my soapbox about with all their, hey, guess what? We're going to raise prices of premium seats. You like sit in the middle or relatively in the side of the middle? We're going to make you pay more for it. It's like being on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, an airplane versus a fucking movie screen. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I just, I'm not here for it, but that's not what we're here for. So aside from that, there's a lot of characters being introduced to this introduced to in this movie. Uh, but one of them is actually, you know, Cassie Lang. She's older now and she's also being recast uh, for whatever reason. Just, and they wanted someone more acting chops, maybe another hero there, but Cassie Lang, how do we feel we're going to actually see her character involved in this movie? Do we think she's going to be, and for the long haul, or maybe just part of it, what do you think? Maybe Louie, what do you what are you feeling so far? I'm sure she'll be in most of the movie, at least. She probably, you know, they're trying to replace all the Avengers or all the heroes we have with younger versions, and she's gonna be the younger Ant Man to go with the mm. younger Hulk and the younger Iron Man and the younger fucking all of them anyways um cassie was a big deal in both of the ant-man movies she wasn't like a super uh in their main character but everything he does is for her and now that she's older and from what we could tell she is her mom and paxton still around i don't even like after i mean i guess after endgame they probably came back but ooh, excuse me we haven't seen them or we haven't seen any of these characters since Endgame, so um, it seems like she's she's gonna be right there with him and in the thick of it in the quantum realm, hanging out with uh, all those little all those little dudes, all little dudes. <laughs> and, you know, it is kind of funny too. Just like this movie looks big and grand in scale, right? But I mean, in reality, it's literally like teeny, teeny, uh, tiny, tiny like on the on the tip of the on the tip of the pin. But watch out, AMC's gonna make you pay more for that. Uh, Ms. Marvel, what do you think about this? Are you excited to see Cassie Lang join the team and act more uh, towards that young Avengers roster? I mean, we knew it was going to eventually happen. I'm not super stoked about her character, but I mean, she's going to play a pivotal role in this movie. I mean, Darren Cross went after her. Ghost almost went after her. So, I mean, what's it to say that Kang isn't going to go after her? And she's the reason that they go into the quantum realm. Uh, I was going to say, do you know much about her character at all from the comics at all? Or 
I don't because she's another one of those kind of newer characters. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Because I, I don't even know really know. I've heard her like comic book hero, uh, you know, alternate name said, but it hasn't like actually stuck with me. So I'm I'm curious if we'll actually get her name mentioned. Like it's gonna be Abby and the Wasp and blah 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 for the next movie or something like that or series. Who knows? Marvel never uses their names though. I mean, in the titles they do, but like nobody's ever called her. Hey, Black Widow, come on over here, and we're gonna go. You know, like. I think Spider-Man was the first person to say Captain Marvel in Far From Home, the second one. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever called her Captain Marvel or what's the other one? There's, there's a few of them like that where they just don't say the Hawkeye. Nobody ever calls it. I think uh, Thor or Coulson or somebody calls him the Hawk, but nobody's like, hey, mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Until Kate Bishop's like, you're Hawkeye. Loses her damn mind. Um, while I'm while I'm in the middle of this rant, I do want to say with Cassie, she was so fun in the first two movies as as a little girl. Anyway, it just comes back to like he gives her the the birthday present, and it's like this horrifying little bunny thing, and she goes, "It's so ugly, I love it." Can I go show my friends? And and in the second movie, she gives him a trophy for world's greatest grandma, and everything like that. And I hope. I hope they don't uh, change her. I hope they don't like make her. Obviously, she's grown up, but I hope she's still a little fun and funny and stuff like that. That's a good point, man. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's pretty funny. I uh, I forgot about the trophy, and now I totally forgot you also had that on your phone too, <laughs> as a little pop socket. Because I think you've had that on your phone for a long time, right? It's been a little bit. I just I got a new phone he- case, and I put I put our stickers on there, and. I had to come up with a with a fun pop socket to throw on there. And I was like, it doesn't have to be Marvel related. And I was trying to think of other ones. And I ordered a Peacemaker one and then it never showed up. And I said, fuck it. And I got the world's greatest grandma on there. Because people people would be like, what do you have that for? And I'm like, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Watch that shit. I didn't even get it. (laughs) You're like, don't you get it? I was like, what the the world's greatest grandma? What the fuck are you talking about? And I feel like a dum That's where he kept the suit, was in the trophy. <laughs> true, true. Awesome, man. Uh, so, with that being said, we obviously are getting King the Conqueror. We're getting, uh, 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 what's his face? Jonathan Majors back is now the second version of, not he who remains. He has confirmed this is not the same character, which is cool. We're actually getting like a villain who's a different version of a villain. You know, it's a dude, Blade, another dude is another dude. If you get to the drift. Um, but I, I'm really stoked for it. Uh, Ashley, how are you? Like, do you have, uh, you know, you said Loki is your favorite character. Um, do you like more of the villains and stuff like that too? Or do you feel like, um, it just kind of varies kind of on the chaotic side? Cause I think Loki's pretty damn cool too. But what do you feel about that? So I'm definitely more of like somebody that likes the villains, um, in any kind of movie. Yes. I love the sticker. Um, I, and I think that's why I also like Ragnarok too, is I really like Hela. I was actually supposed to be Hela for Halloween a few years ago and my costume never showed up, but that was going to be a whole vibe. Um, I think Kang's going to be a really good villain. And I feel like Thanos was so like beaten into our brains for so long of all these like little snippets. And it's like, oh, when are we going to fucking get him? And now I feel like we're getting like our next wave of like a really badass villain. But I just feel like he's going to be like, 
and don't take this too literally, but like he kind of reminds me of Zemo where like he's just going to be very like, he's going to like fuck up the Avengers, but he's going to be able to do it so like mentally, which I think is going to be such a different way from just this big ass like purple grimace guy coming and like beating everybody's ass. So I'm excited. Although I don't want like anything bad to happen to Ant-Man, but I feel like it's just going to be a really good like I'm a badass villain movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, it really is like unprecedented too because we had that such a long buildup for Thanos and now we're actually like, hey, here's your big bad right away and we'll see what happens because like, can't, like, I don't know. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. We see character deaths get very prominent the further you go in like stories and franchises and that's usually how they like get rid of, you know, the old to bring in the new. I mean, do we think, do any of you guys think we're going to get a major death or deaths in this movie and who do you put your money on who you who do you have i've i've noticed a trend that in every third movie somebody dies um i think i saw like a thing on tiktok where it pointed that out i don't think we're gonna lose ant-man because i feel like marvel still needs a few like big players to still like remain in the mcu for a little while longer since so many have left i could see hope dying potentially um like since we lost May and No Way Home, I could also see Cassie dying. Like for some like weird kind of thing, because I know she is a good character arc in the comics and I don't know too much about it, but I feel like there could like throw something in there to like throw us off a little bit. But then it, depending on how much of a character development they give her in the movie. But something I want to add for what we just talked about with like how we got Thanos for so long. I think that's why people don't like phase four because everything was so quick and immediate where with one through three, it was like very long and drawn out and it like took years and years and years to get to Infinity War and Endgame, where now it's like, okay, you had a movie and a TV show and here's what's happening and this storyline is over and we're moving on, we're moving to the next thing. I mean, you had to introduce a lot of people too. I mean, you can't just expect us to be like, all right, here's one and done and go. Exactly. Yeah. Louis, I'm curious to think what you, or hear what you think, because you're making some faces about like Hope and uh, Cassie and, uh, I have an interesting thing I heard about Cassie. I'll bring up in a minute, but what do you think? Liz? Hank Pym. Hank oh, Pym. Yeah. That's, I, that. I, I don't like the fact that someone's got to die in every movie that's come out in the last fucking 10 years. It's kind of annoying, but when she said in the third movie, I've just, now I'm going through all the third movies trying to figure out who died in each movie. Like I'm like, who died in civil war? And I, I don't know. I don't know who died. in The civil Avengers. War. I, yeah, but yeah, like who died in Iron Man died. three? Aldrich Killian? Does he count? That guy sucked. <laughs> Iron Man kind of died. So, I, I that's that's what the faces were. But as far as killing Cassie, that I I feel like there's a zero percent chance that Cassie dies. Um, Hope, I would give that about a ten percent chance. But my money's on oh, really? my money's on Hank Pym. Because, you know, he's like this big, important guy. And he's, if he dies and there's no more pin particles, what are we going to do? And yada, yada, yada. But I feel like in this movie, he's going to try and like hand down his knowledge and all that good stuff. And he will meet his demise by probably another character who might be a spoiler. So I don't know if I want to say it, but I'm going to anyway. So here it comes. Modoc. I think Modoc's probably going to kill his ass. So, yeah. Moda killing him. Ooh. 
we're we're gonna get we're gonna get into other characters later. Uh, if they kill the character that I'm thinking of, that you know who I'm thinking of, they kill him. This movie gets an automatic down one star from me. And if he's not in it, automatic down one star for me again. You guys will know who I'm talking about eventually. You know, what if I'm a listener and I don't know who you're talking about, Lou? I'm talking about, Can you help I'm me? talking about Luis. Ah. The, the rock star from the first two movies. He was so great and funny and awesome. And I feel like they're just not going to include him. It's going to make me so sad. And if he dies, I'm going to be super duper upset. Because how are you going to kill off just a, a, a super side character like that? He's not part of the story, but now he's dead. Like, whoa. Yeah, I feel like if they kill him, it's bad. If he's not in it at all, it's worse. So. And it kind of goes back to like the, the humor of it. I mean, you know, Luis is really funny. Um, do you take him out just because you feel like it didn't fit? Or I mean, we don't know. And I, I keep scrolling through credits and stuff on IMDb. But, you know, sometimes it's not as factually evident if it's actually real or not. So I don't know. But uh, Brian, who do you think? might kick the bucket in the quantum realm. I kind of like where Louie is going with that with Hank Pym, um, knowing who MODOK is and his hatred of Hank Pym, but also his hatred of Scott Lang. So it's kind of up in the air. Um, overall, I don't think any of our main characters are going to die in this movie. You know, that kind of ties into my theory here a little bit. Um, I want to say I heard this elsewhere, so I don't want to take credit for it. But, you know, it kind of, I mean, we're all in the realm of now variants are everywhere, right? Uh, from Spider-Man to Lokis to everything. I mean, it's part of the, the multiverse saga. Um, so does that open up the opportunity to do a type of kind of cop-out, per se? Like Cassie Lang, they recast the actress that we saw from uh, Endgame when you see Cassie and clearly not the same person. Well, there's theories going around. Well, what if the reason for it is actually not because of just, uh, we wanted someone different, but we actually are killing off a variant of Cassie. And maybe that actress is coming back and it's, it's a little secret or, you know, like they kill off Ant-Man, but it's a variant. Do they kill? I mean, cause I feel like if there's no way Kang is completely eradicated in this movie, right. Without being, like straight up because what's the point right so if they kill kang it's it's a variant we know there's gonna be more we're gonna see this guy all the time he's he's a through line through this all it makes sense if you kill a variant maybe they kill some of our variants but does that take away from like the significance of a character then because then you can just kill off who's convenient for you instead of really making it like pack a punch of the gut you know emotionally i that's the theory i've been kind of hearing with the whole cassie is what kind of spurred the idea and i'm not sure how i feel about it yet you know not too sure because like we saw like glorious loki whatever die get fucking eaten by a cloud uh in the loki series and i felt that man i felt that so i can't imagine if like what if we actually got like ant-man variants but louis is giving me some weird <laughs> he's giving me some weird looks what is going through your mind lou it's because i said he got eaten by a cloud did you say glorious loki yeah. where did you where did you come up with glorious that was loki classic or classic loki or oh classic loki that's why. there was boastful loki he was the black guy with the custom mjolnir but because because he goes glorious purpose and then he dies yeah, so that's why i call him glorious I, loki. I guess but no that was uh that was loki classic classic loki thank you but um 
he has him. As you were saying, I feel like the whole uh, variance thing, huge cop out, right? Mm-hmm. Just kill a guy and be like, but it wasn't our guy. And sweep in somebody else. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. And Devin, you're going to hate me, but it's the same thing with the scrolls. It's like, get over it, man. Everyone's a scroll. This guy's a scroll, and I'm a scroll, and you're a scroll. We're all scrolls. Just stop. Just stop with the damn scrolls. But alas, they're here. Something's going to happen. Somebody that we've known forever is going to be a scroll. It's probably the power broker, but still freaking annoying because, like, come on, shapeshifters and and multiple people the only reason the variants worked so well in spider-man is because it was freaking andrew garfield and toby mcguire if you brought in joe schmo and in fucking dick hardwood over there everybody'd be like (laughs) stupid or all the loki's was cool because they were like different versions of loki that you've known and that was cool or whatever dr strange they were the variants doesn't make any sense, man. Doctor Strange, all of his variants looked the same. They were all Benedict Cumberbatch. And then Spider-Man had a bunch of different ones. Loki had a bunch of different ones. All the Christine Palmers were the same. All of the freaking Baron Mordos were the same. Like, stop with the variants. It's annoying. I mean, obviously, they're not going to stop with the variants because it's such a big deal with the with the multiverse. But like... You know, Kang looks the same as um, He Who Remains. I mean, different, but it's the same face. It's still Jonathan Majors, who is incredible. Don't get me wrong, but I would I would just hate it for like them to kill somebody. Be like, no, that was my daughter. And then it's like, but wait, here is your actual daughter. That was somebody else's different Scott Lang's daughter. And he's like, oh, fuck her then. And then they're just like, skipping through a field or something would it be nice you know how they how they do so yeah i don't love the whole variance thing for cop-out purposes i guess Mm -hmm. i i like the idea of like 17 jonathan majors all trying to fuck somebody up you know a bunch of different kangs or something um the only time i think you could have killed a variant and had it been like impactful was when green goblin like stabs toby Maguire or whatever he does that would have been fucking heartbreaking but that's because that's spider-man that's our spot like from when we were all kids except for brian over there that was our spider-man like so as far as a variant of cassie lang who you don't know who she is or anything who cares who cares Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe where all the points are made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> or whatever. But, uh, you know, you bring up a good point, though, because this is the other side of the coin. Will we see another or multiple Kang variants in this movie? Will we see more? Is his name going to be Seymour? Seymour Kang. <sighs> all right, everybody. It's been Seymour. a good run. <laughs> it's been a good run here on Earth 894. Uh, we've had a hell of a, of a go here. Thank you for following us and uh, have a good life. Goodbye. <laughs> have a good life. Have a good life. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, will we see other Kang in this movie? Uh, Kang? Kangs? Kangs? Will we see the Kang? Kangies? That's what it's on the seagull. 
King King? I don't think so. I don't know. Don't think so? No. I think if you're going to establish King the Conqueror, you should establish one and then bring in the other ones for, like, the Kang Dynasty or Thunderbolts or fucking Captain America. Who knows? But just establish the one and have him be awesome. And then don't bring in, like, three, four other ones who you don't, like, like I said, the only reason it worked so well with Spider-Man is because we knew those guys. If you just bring in a bunch of Kangs, you're like, well, this is Earth 894 Kang. This is Earth 616 Kang. They're all kind of similar, but a little bit different, and they don't matter. The points are made up, like you said. So give me one Kang for this movie. And then maybe if you maybe if you want, just give me one throughout the whole movie. And then at the end, you bring in the the 10 other ones, and it doesn't even fucking matter who they are. But you're just like, oh, shit, look at all those Kangs. You know, whatever. I don't, I'm not predicting anything. But that's just a, a thought for how you can get more than one Kang without it being in. I apologize ahead of time, but you made me think of what it's a Kang bang. Kang bang. There it is. All right, everybody. There it's been go. real uh, here at Earth 894. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're a Christian podcast. Anyways, <laughs> Mr. Bravo, what do you think? Do you think we're getting any more Kangs in this movie? I think we're going to have to. Right, he couldn't disagree with what me if it's more. A duck? I, I'm sorry, I, I, we we have to. I I know Louis hasn't seen the trailer, but oh, I have not. We'll wait till uh, a little later in this episode. It's uh, okay, you can talk. Yeah, take take your headset off for and a second. Headphones are off. Ooh, I don't know. This, this, <laughs> I'm thinking we see a whole bunch of Scott Langs. I mean, hundreds of thousands of them, probably. Mm-hmm we're going to have to see more than one Kang. Right. You know, I uh, totally agree. Cause it's, it just, it wouldn't make, I can't imagine a movie where you're going to have this guy who's in a multiverse villain. Uh, you only get to see one iteration of him. And I just, I, when I look at the Marvel plan for phase five, especially, and I see all these movies and shows and yada, yada, and we know King dynasty is in phase six. And then this movie has Kang as the main villain. Well, how are you going to have him introduce in the beginning, but then you don't really see him again until another phase, right? So how, like, he's got to show up in other things when you least expect it, or maybe it's clearly evident, like, who knows, maybe there's a Kang in Guardians of the Galaxy that's going to pop up somewhere. Maybe it's going to be in Secret Invasion. Kang is a scroll. Maybe he's a super scroll. I don't know. It'd be <laughs> freaking awesome. Regardless of what Louis says. Uh, and he can't hear me right now, so I'm saying it anyways. He's a scroll. Um, maybe the ultimate villain. Um, so I, I don't know, but I, I just, I totally agree, man. I feel like there has to be another Kang in this movie. Maybe that's going to be a post-credit scene. I saw that there's two post-credit scenes. I think one's going to be, I think one post-credit scene is going to be a Loki, but I think if we get different versions of Kang, which I agree with Brian, I think we're going to have to, I wonder if we're going to have different versions of him, but maybe it's not quite obvious which versions of him it is. And it's like kind of subtle and like towards the end of the movie you're kind of piecing it together and you're like oh shit it's like this one this one and that one mm, that's a good theory oh so what made you think uh we might get a loki in the post credit scene i mean i feel like at least for me as somebody that's not like super super into comic books i see a direct correlation with the way loki season one ended and with kane and and i know he it was he who remains but like breaking into the multiverse and like branching all those timelines off so i feel like there has to be some sort of connection 
And I don't believe we're getting us the trailer for Loki on Super Bowl Sunday. So to me, I feel like we we're not getting that because there's going to be a post credit scene at the end of the movie, or we're going to get the trailer in the movie. So I'm just trying to think like, are we going to get something interesting that's going to pop in? And maybe it's, we get he who remains again at the end of the movie as the trailer. I don't know. Mm. Cause it's, that's it wouldn't point. be the first time that Marvel's dropped a trailer ish at the end of a movie before. Right. We had, uh, the end of Captain America, the first Avenger, had the trailer for, for yeah. Avengers. And then yes. No Way Home had the trailer for Multiverse of Madness. Were those only two? That sounds or was there right. a third? Ooh, I, I forgot know. about Brian the Captain know. America one. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm just thinking theory. of like some I'm just thinking of something different that they would do because like to what Louis said earlier about like kind of with the humor and everything, like they might be trying to bring back some stuff that worked really well before. I just really would like to see a Loki um, appearance at the end of a movie again. I was really hoping for it in Multiverse of Madness, but I'm thinking that maybe we'll get it in this one. That That's a good theory. I like that. I, I, I was still like really stoked when they put uh, that trailer for Multiverse of Madness at the end of No Way Home because it was like, oh, ooh. I was like, it's a fucking trailer. Oh my God, it's a trailer. Right. Um, and it was also great. Who cares I if I got a pee? <laughs> right. And then when I yeah. went to see it again, like I didn't have to wait because I knew it was a trailer, so I don't have to worry about it again. Yep. Um, but that's exactly. cool. So Louis has now just rejoined our conversation um, because he wanted to avoid some spoilers. But where we left off, Louis, and this isn't really anything that's too spoilery, so I don't have to worry, but Ashley brought up a really cool idea of what if, because there is, uh, confirmed there's two post-credit scenes, but what if one of them is actually a season two trailer for Loki? Would you be stoked for that? No. Lo- no. Loki has nothing to do with Ant-Man. Uh. Has Loki ever met Ant-Man? Has he ever met Ant-Man? I, I don't think so. You know what? That brings a good idea, though. <laughs> so we know from Miss Marvel and the show, Ant-Man has a podcast or he's on a podcast series, whatever, Big Me, Little Me, and they're finding out, like, random things from Scott Lang, from what's, like, you know, what's the scoop on the Avengers lifestyle? You know, get the, get the big scoop. And that's why people... Th- freaking ant-man scott lang in uh the battle of new york for uh um i can do this all day the steve rogers musical so clearly he says some stuff now if you guys had to guess what are some absurd things that you think scott has been telling the public that might be addressed in like the beginning part of this movie i definitely think he's gonna get in trouble from someone someone's gonna pay him a visit for like hey you shouldn't be saying that stuff when you know it's not the truth or something. And it's going to be Director Fury. I think Fury's going to make an appearance. At the end, maybe, it's more prominent? Or at the beginning? I don't know. But it's going to be a scroll Fury. Do you want variants? Sounds for you, Louis. Do you want variants and scrolls in this movie? Damn right do I do. you want this movie to be complete dog water is what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, stay thirsty, my friends. Got to quench it somehow. Um, Louis, what do you have? If you had to put your money on something, uh, Scott has been telling the public, probably something. What do you think? Probably something Captain America. He he was on Team Cap for the Civil War. He's probably the one that started the Captain America's on the Moon rumor. You think Did they so? say who started that? I don't think they. I have. don't remember from all that was That's that was a long time ago. 
it seems like something Scott would say, like, oh, Captain America's on the moon or something, and everybody. So I I personally think that Cap is uh, deceased now. He's lived his life, and now he's dead. But everybody's really right. got the traction on the moon thing. So I feel like Scott's going to be like, oh, yeah, Captain America's on the moon. But I don't think, I don't think uh, Chris Evans is going to make an appearance in this movie to debunk that. But that's my... Uh, my Mr. Louis prediction on what Scott's been telling people. <laughs> I like that though, that Scott Lang is the one who started the start of the, um, uh, Captain America's on the moon theory or whatever. I, I actually think that could be possible. Like that's, that's good. I even, th- I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Damn. I, and I really need to redeem myself for my horrible predictions going over a million for what kind of forever. So, uh, Louis, I think you might be beating me right now. I fucking killed it in Wakanda Forever with only one prediction. But still, it was so exciting. Hey, you and Brian both killed it, man. It was so exciting when I got that <laughs> shit right. Uh, how about you, Ashley? What would you have to? What would what would your guess be? That might be uh, something that Scott Lang is just telling and blah 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 to the public. You know, I don't really have anything that comes to mind, but I always just kind of think of like his interactions with Falcon now captain america and i could see me like i don't think our now sam wilson captain america would make an appearance but like to me i would see him make an appearance before director fury anthony mackie look like an aardvark (laughs) (laughs) i mean we saw you know they went toe-to-toe a little bit um in the first ant-man movie so it would kind of make sense if we see him in this a little bit if he does show up and probably get some like, hey, remember that one time? I yeah, let's not talk about that. And that's a little cameo. And I have heard rumblings that there actually are some surprise cameos in this movie that haven't leaked, or at least I haven't cared I saw, to actually try and see leaks. I saw somebody share a video of something, but I don't know if it's true or not. Uh oh. Do 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 do. Now if now you don't have to say what it is, and I hope you don't say it is. Uh, we know you won't say it is. I won't. But Mm-mm. when you saw it based off of what you saw or heard, how did that make you feel? Was it a good or was it like I'm mad or was it like a mad because now that's awesome and I want that to be a surprise? Where do you rank it? Part of it I saw and I was like, this could make a lot of sense. And then the other part, I was kind of like, I don't know about that. Mm. And it was a little surprise. So like, there isn't a lot of stuff that goes on in Marvel movies that I'm like, this is fucking terrible. This is trash outside of like a few Marvel movies. Eternals. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Thor Dark World. But I don't know, like with what I saw, I don't know if it's true or not. I think I sent it to Brian. He might know what I'm talking about. But like, I wouldn't hate it. But I also would kind of be like, why are you trying to fit this in this movie? Because it's Howard the Duck. Come on. May, Brian. <laughs> How are the ducks going to be back in May? Give it time. It's going to be May. I would see Howard the Duck happening in Guardians yes. before I would see him making in an appearance. May. But maybe they're jumping quantum realms. He's maybe popping around in one of them and he's just floating around. He's or a maybe. scroll. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> exactly where I was These going. fucking... <laughs> quack, quack, bitch. No. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> I can't oh help the scroll. That'd be so funny. I don't know what I hate more, the scrolls or the variants. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. 
I totally agree with what you said about No Way Home. That was the only way it worked. Yeah. Lequack. Nobody's uh, uh nobody's brought up Wang the Conqueror yet, so that's good. We're 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 good on that front, I guess. Not yet. Yeah. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> oh, we love Wang the Conqueror, man. Uh you know, speaking of Wangs and Wings and uh people who are um, speaking of Wangs, loving, let's uh, see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll toss it over to you, Brian. What do you got? Speaking of wings, what do you think, what do you think Brian? <laughs> wang. I'm fucking dead. Oh. Big wangs, little wangs. Scroll wangs. Variant oh wangs. God. How does a variant wang work? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, you wouldn't get it. Oh, my God. That's a DC reference. Kevin oh, Feige man. won't touch that wang with a 10-foot wang. <laughs> I should not have had spicy food today. My stomach hurts so bad right now from laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. That was worth it. Uh, Brian, what I was going to ask you was uh, to close off that weird-ass question I had about Ant-Man bl- just bl- like blabbering his mouth. Uh, what are some things you think you might have said that is uh, causing some weird big news in marvel i think um you're on the right track there i think he is gonna blab about some stuff probably some captain america stuff probably some you know top secret stuff and fury is gonna be furious and he's gonna make an appearance maybe he's a scroll maybe he's a variant maybe it's actually him (laughs) maybe it's a wang in disguise but i I could see fury (laughs) shutting that down especially when we we see the you know the book tour whatever it's gonna be right um big me little me and uh i think there's gonna be a lot in that book we're gonna hear a little bit about it we're gonna laugh and fury's gonna shut it down i really hope i really hope we get fury i just i just want fury and you know that book uh because nice man uh that book (laughs) that um we got announced like what a week or a week and a half ago that's a legit book in this movie that we can actually order. It's coming out September 5th, 2023 is look out for the little guy. It is a Scott Lang story. I, 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 I honestly, I know this book is a joke, but it's legit and I'm actually going to get it. And I can't believe I'm getting it, but I am getting it because I want to like, I'm feeling a lot of that crazy stuff that I'm searching for is literally going to be in this. It's going to be funny. Cause this is like an in universe story that we can actually read. So it, it, maybe it adds the canon. It's something new. I don't know. I just it's 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 14 bucks I'll buy it it's cheap I hope it gets autographed but it's like the tiniest I had autograph ant-man sized so it's really just an ink blot of a misprint anyways that's all good and dandy but I want to toss it to you guys is there anything that we haven't covered before we go into our big bold prediction section for the movie is there anything you guys want to talk about quantumania I want to talk about modok real quick because the last time we talked, we were talking about the cartoon and how I had started episode yeah. one. I just couldn't get into it. I had to restart. I had to get through all 10 episodes. It was tough, but by about three or four, I was hooked. And that shit was hilarious. I think I stopped after the second episode. The last episode I remember watching was when he goes back in time mm-hmm. to like fix his marriage or whatever. I think that was like maybe within the first three, maybe. So, Modoc. I imagine that claymation version isn't going to be connected to the multiverse or who knows we got to see an animated version world or whatever in multiverse of madness 
Could we get that Modoc influence? Probably not. But you know, Modoc is a card now. We get in multi- in uh, Marvel Snap. You finish the show on Hulu. Um, we know he's going to be in this movie. Modoc. Do you think Brian he's going to be a permanent character? Do you think he's a Modoc and going to be no more after this? I think he can't be a permanent character. I think there's been this buildup. Um, again, we know who Modoc is going to be. And we've seen little hints here and there. And it's been building and building. We saw it in Loki. And now here it is. I mean, I feel like it's going to be a one and done character. They're going to have to mention AIM. And that's going to take mm-hmm. us back to Iron Man 3. So there's going to be probably some flashback, something, his beginning, how he became Modok, how he's connected to AIM. True. I always forget about Iron Man 3 had a name. Mm-hmm. Kind of touch point. I mean, everyone loves Iron Man 3. It's a very forgettable uh, movie. So I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Iron Man 3. <laughs> Every Christmas, y'all. Every Christmas. No. So first and foremost, I want to say that the the Hulu original series, Modoc, is fucking trash. <laughs> I, uh, I was so like... I saw it came out and I love Pat Oswalt and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I was like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes in. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. This is horrible. What? This is nothing. It was like a sitcom. I was like, this is nothing to do with anything. What is happening? So I do want to say if they do uh, bring in a variant of MODOK as Hulu plus MODOK or whatever, I hope he fucking dies a thousand deaths. <laughs> you, you want me to care about killing a variant of Cassie Lang? I'll care if they kill fucking Clay Modoc over there. <laughs> Fucker. Louis <laughs> <laughs> out for blood this season, y'all. He's, he's Oh my god. Brian tried to get me to watch the show and I was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. No, thank you. It's I a trip, man. Like- I'm going to go to Disney World. I'll be back in a few weeks. You fucking watch whatever you want. Let's go. <laughs> so, Brian, uh, if you had to compare it, what is more watchable, Marvel and Humans or Marvel's Modoc? Oh, man, don't get me started because Inhumans is my fucking jam. <laughs> he loves Inhumans. That's another one I've watched like 10 minutes of. You just got to get through them. It, it sucks that they all get canceled, but. Every show I seem to like gets canceled, so I probably don't have good taste in shows. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, Brian gets me to watch stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's always, like, really bad, like, 80s movies that, like, is a classic that you just have to watch, but it's just god-awful. <laughs> like, that's Brian's taste in TV shows sometimes. I like so, the classics. Uh, Love you, he d- but... <laughs> he, d- he does like Howard the Duck, so... Yes. <laughs> he did put Thor Love and Thunder in his top Marvel movies in his Thor Love and Thunder preview show. But then I did retract that. I didn't I didn't see the retraction. He did. I retracted that one <laughs> after the movie came out. Yeah. I think we but all that, had high hopes for that one. I love it. Oh, yeah. Louie was over there talking about, well, when I'm doing laundry and ironing shirts and folding things, I'll be having that on in the background. Yeah, I bet you haven't watched it since I've then. I've watched it a few times, and <laughs> I've never you? ironed a shirt in my life. <laughs> 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 but, but He has an iron man. Yeah, I, I don't even have an iron man. Uh, I have watched it a couple times. I, I love okay. that movie. I do. 
Well, now I need to go because uh, I do have an iron sitting in a box in my closet. Now I need <laughs> to actually uh, cosplay as Louie and I'll be ironing a shirt and watching Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, that's fucking badass. The goat boat. For, those, uh, I even, uh, for the audio listeners. Why don't we have, why don't we have the goat boat? I even snuck uh, we did pre-order that. Oh, oh fucking Target. Oh, uh, badass. Check it out. Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder doing their thing. Let's fucking go. Oh my God. Love that movie. <laughs> Good times. You know, uh, you know, going back to Modoc though, um, one thing I was thinking about was people give so much shit to Marvel about their CGI lately. And some of it very much rightfully so criticism be damned and all that. There are some valid points. Um, but this character in general is a big ass head that floats and is ugly and has tiny little uh, T-Rex arms and legs. Nothing wrong with having a, silly a big head character. being ugly. I'm just saying. <laughs> you and me both, man. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a silly character in general. We know a lot of us are clearly big Marvel fans and everything, so we get it. Probably doesn't bother us as much. But for the casual viewers and everything who just kind of go see the stuff, they barely even watch the Disney Plus shows, whatever. They don't even know who Charlie Cox is. Um, do you think this character might just turn him off and be like, what is this? And just it, like, do you think he's just too absurd to really be a more prominent character? And that's why he could potentially just get wiped off the slate right away in this movie? Or is it just maybe, like you said, maybe this doesn't fit in the MCU's kind of overall story? I think it just isn't going to fit in the overall story of the MCU. Yeah. I, they look like they're taking a more serious turn with him he does like he's got the big metal face instead of the big fucking modok face i i don't think he's gonna hang around because none of the villains hang around really unless they're like like if eric killmonger can't hang around i don't think anybody's hanging out right so when like i've seen the funko pops and i've seen stills from the from the uh trailer and everything and i know he does he does take that big gold mask off and i've haven't gotten a great look at his face. I'm 98% sure on who it is, but with the mask and everything, and he shoots the laser out of his head, it seems like he, they're taking a more serious turn on the character to make sure he's not just some fucking big ass headed thing in a chair, just like <laughs> doing his Modoc thing. So I, I feel like they're fitting it more into the MCU, but I also feel like he's not going to make it out of this movie. That's how I feel. Ashley, what do you think? I did a Google. I need to not Uh-oh. Google. <laughs> Uh-oh. You did the one thing. The rules Never are Google so by yourself. I know. O'Brien and I call it goggling. I don't know. I, I, I think something that's happened recently with some of the Marvel movies is we'll get some characters that if you don't know, you don't know who they are. And I feel like Modoc's one of those characters that like I personally didn't know who it was until Brian put the TV show on. I'm like, the fuck is this clay thing? Like, what what is this? Why do I care who this character is? So I think it will be something that they'll have be like a small cameo, but probably won't be any like major part of the movie that like people like you guys who understand and respect who the characters will be like, oh, this is badass. But for somebody more like me, it's not going to make or break the movie because I don't have like like I, there's other characters that I would rather come see make appearances in movies and be like, yes, we finally got them. Like I'm still waiting on Mephisto after all the WandaVision like speculations. I need Mephisto that. Mephisto is coming, everyone. 
whether you like it or not, Mephisto is coming. The devil's in the details. Already been here this whole scroll. He's a scroll. It's a devil scroll. No, that would actually be stupid. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and this is the guy who <laughs> buys the thing. It's gonna be done. That's the fucking straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> Listen, guys, Ma- I have morals. Madison met him. I. True. But it's not where you. I think, think we need like a poll around like how many scrolls we're gonna get in Secret Invasion. <laughs> a ton, but you know we're they're not gonna be like characters. Yeah, but it's like how many. Yeah, agreed. Like, how many of them are actually like the the characters they care about? But you know what? I don't care, man. Bring all the scrolls. I want to just like fucking give me a popcorn bucket. Scrolls, just <laughs> diving in there, dude. I'm so stoked for Circuit Invasion. You have no idea, man. We'll we'll do a special episode on that. Just I will for our Secret Invasion preview episode. Before we dive into it, I will actually make a Loki horned shaped tinfoil hat that I will wear. For my scroll theories. And every episode we do for episode reviews, I will wear that fucking crown because it's a crown. I will wear it. I will literally make a tinfoil hat. It should not be hard, but I will fuck it up somehow. But yeah, I'm doing it. Just wait. I'm here for it. I'm crazy now. It's going to be great. It's for the content. All right. Um, there you want to You want to dive into the to the bold predictions to end the episode? What do you think? I think it's time. You know, we'll save we'll save Brian for last because he's got his own theme song. <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep it that way. So how about I be the one? I'll kick us off. My predictions for this movie. Scott Lang will die. But it's gonna be a variant. It's not gonna be him. It's gonna be a variant that dies. Um I think Modoc will live. We're gonna think he dies. I mean, I think the post-credit scene, one of them, is going to be Modok somehow escaped the quantum realm, and they're setting up for him to actually be part of the six one six universe or just something actually on Earth, and they're going to try and actually bring him into the fold more because we have Miss Marvel, who's technically an Inhuman, but she's a mutant now, and they're setting up for mutants down the road. So maybe they just might swap all that Modok aim Inhuman story stuff. They're just going to make all mutants against him. So I think he's going to live. My final prediction, we will get Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga will be in the movie. The boogeyman. Baba Yaga. There it is. <laughs> Baba Yaga. And there's a scroll. Uh, that's it. No, that was just a joke one for fun. But the real two, I think Scott Lang, a variant is going to die. And I think it's going to be Modoc that actually makes it out in, in the universe. Through that one, actually, never mind. I'm not going to say it because uh, I forgot it's a trailer thing. Um, but yeah, so that's my predictions. That's my, that's my two, and they are bold. So I am most likely going to strike the heck out in this movie. Those are some bold predictions, my friend. I mean, if I had to say a safe one, I think we're going to get America's ass referenced by Scott in the beginning of the movie, kind of like how you brought up the moon, Louis. I think he's going to say like, "Oh yeah, America's ass." I'm the one who started that. He was. That's it. So that's what I got. So. uh who would like to go next? Let's let's kick it over to uh, Ashley over there. What do you think? I don't really have any like big bold predictions. Um, I think we're definitely going to get some variants, and I think we're going to get similar to how in Doctor Strange we had Fantastic Four and all that jazz. I think we're going to get that in this movie. I think some of our normal characters that we've had that have either 
passed away, or not passed away, but have died in our movies. I think we're going to get them as variants from other universes. I could see, I feel like a Spider-Man variant would make sense, like if we got Tom Holland, but then I just don't know with all the Sony rights. Um, I do agree. I think an Ant-Man variant could die, but I think that would be pointless. Um, I think we're going to get um, Yellow Jacket in this one. I think he could make an appearance because I don't remember what happened to him at the end of the first movie. <laughs> Did he die? I can't remember. Uh, no. I mean, kind of, but it's a thing. You, Are you ever really dead? You, uh, you, you can talk to Brian. He'll he'll fill you in on on, on why we're all staring at you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But those were good. Those are good predictions. And Yellow Jacket, he's badass. I'll take it from here because I know we're saving it for the for the big guns down there. How do I fit them in? They're gonna fit in somehow. So you said there's two post credit scenes. So in my mind, the movie ends. Okay, scratch that. Hank Pym is going to die in this movie. Uh, They have to kill somebody in every movie because that's just part of their thing. Every movie has someone dies. So in this one, it's going to be Hank Pym. It's going to be freaking Hank Pym. It's going to be him, that guy, Hank Pym, that one. He's going to die. Wait, Louis, who just says he's going to die? the real Hank Pym. Will the real Hank Pym gotcha. please die in this movie? <laughs> that one. Um, thank you. Thank I got you. you. The movie's going to end in a, in a way where, like I said earlier in the movie, where Kang is like, he's got the power or whatever, and, and Ant-Man's down and out or something. And then, or maybe Ant-Man's like, above him and it's like wow you beat freaking kang the conqueror and then you get the the maybe 10 15 20 100 a thousand other fucking jonathan majors kangs all looking about the same maybe a little bit different and and it's like oh my god and then that's where the movie ends right now we get into the two post-credit scenes the first one is going to be a you know it's going to be like a a flash over to that end scene and it's going to be like the establish of the Stark Tower becoming the Baxter building setting up the Fantastic Four. They're they're getting set up somehow in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in my bones, right? That's my first one. Uh I don't think you're going to see the Fantastic Four. I don't think you're going to anything but it maybe the Baxter building, maybe I, I don't fucking even know the Baxter guy's name. He'll be there maybe being like, eh, we got this shit going on here. Christine Palmer might work there. Who fucking cares? That. My other prediction is the second post credit scene is going to be our one appearance from Luis, who's telling somebody the whole story of the movie from where Scott had told him what just happened or something. Doing his storyteller thing where he's like, doing the whole thing. That would make that movie for me. That would move it up a star rating instead of down a star rating for no Louise at all. So uh, those are my Mr. Louis predictions. I cannot believe I completely forgot about the potential Fantastic Four tie-in. Four. The Baxter building. 
That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Wasn't somebody just talking about that the other day, too? Every day. Brian? <laughs> All day, every day. You know, there was a... What was his face? Um, The director for Fantastic Four who directed... Matt Shackman, who directed WandaVision, too. He... um. Someone asked me in an interview recently, like, hey, those that, you know, those those four people that are fantastic, who are they? He said something along the lines of like, oh, we haven't even like really done that part yet, but I'm curious, who would you want to see? Or blah, 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 blah. Or no, what did he say? I think he said something along the lines of all the rumors I've seen out there aren't true. We've seen John Krasinski. We've seen Diego Luna. We've seen Adam Driver. We've seen, I don't know, everyone and their mother who has like a weird hair blackish brownish haircut line for reed richards um he said none of them are true you know take that with a very tiny 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 quantum sized uh grain of salt but pen badge if we get an actual if we get an actual uh cameo from any of the fantastic people i'll be stoked maybe the thing that would be fucking sick thang and the wang who do you guys think is gonna play the thing we had that rumor Jason Siegel was supposed to be the thing and showing up in She-Hulk. I don't know where the hell that rumor came from. It was tracking for a while. Maybe they pulled it. I don't know. They pulled that thing out. I, I don't know. But I kind of I kind of like the idea of Jason Siegel in the MCU just in general. And I think it'd be funny. I think he could do like a really good thing voice. You know, just kind of like a, an airheady dumb guy. It's glorified time. But only if he says, I've been watching... Uh, shrinking on apple tv very good uh show i'd recommend but if you're if you've seen anything hi much mother i apologize for the tangent but he goes like hello he says that a couple times in the show too just like marshall does i just want to hear the thing going hello <laughs> blobber time <laughs> anyways <laughs> apologize ashley what was uh or is your your question again <laughs> who's gonna play the thing that's right. Yeah, I think Jason Siegel. All right. The moment I've all been waiting for. Hit the track, Devin. It's time for a Mr. Marvel's Minutes prediction. Because we didn't think of it? To see all the possible outcomes. How many did you see? 14,605. I know it all. Does he know it all? Oh, I know it all. And Louie, you might want to take your headset off for this oh. one and not listen to this episode for another week. I will ask you, I will ask you a question after the after you're done, though, because there's something that we didn't mention at all, and I'm going to see if you mentioned it during this time. All right, Brian, headphones off. Let it rip. All right. So to 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 Ashley's point right there. We are seeing Yellow Jacket. We know that. Darren Cross is MODOK. We've seen his helmet in Loki. We know that he got big, he got small, he got sucked into the quantum realm. Now, onto the quantum realm, I am going Rick and Morty on this bitch because we saw thousands and thousands, again, of Scott Langs. So it can only mean one thing. In this multiverse, crazy shit is going down. We know Lord Kyler, Kryler, Kyler, Kryler, Bill Murray is Lord Kryler, however you fucking pronounce his name. And he makes you hallucinate and see some crazy shit. And I think that's that whole dripping of Scott Lang and going through the, the little bleeps and blops, whatever you want to call it. Um, that shit's going to be crazy. But 
I don't think any pivotal character is going to die. We know what we saw in the trailer. Scott Lang and Kang are going head to head. Kang wants to get out. Now, why is he in the quantum realm? Why can't he get out? Because, again, Rick and Morty, this shit, the council of motherfucking Kangs. They will appear. They will tell you why he's in there. And that's why Kang will fucking die in this movie. You can't have a big bad right at the beginning of a new phase. You can't. There's no possible way. Interesting. So let's backtrack off that. That's a good one. So the Council of Kang. Now, the one little hint we got from Loki, uh, the show, was he remains saying, like, if you kill me, they're, they're like more of me are going to come and they're going to be, you know, not good people. So if there's a council of Kang who are the ones trying to keep this Kang out of that thing, but then he dies. Well, so do you feel like it's like a power vacuum that opened up? Like now their biggest threat is gone and now they're going to try and like, uh, like game of Thrones, a shit a bit where they're all going to try and take one other out or, you know, I think they're just going to keep on coming and that's going to lead us into, you know, Loki season two, where we know there is another, you know, place wherever they are in, you know, the time, the TVA, wherever that takes place, it clearly isn't the quantum realm. So there's another Kang already on the TVA side running shit. Now there's a Kang trapped in the quantum realm. He who remains is now dead. So we've got at least three Kangs already, you know, talked about, but there's got to be more and more and more and more because that was the whole premise of he who remains is that he was able to fight off and trap them from coming into this area mm-hmm. so there's always a higher power interesting and his name was John Cena. <laughs> uh, no i really like that you know because like i never thought about it until you kind of mentioned it um with your theory here like what if our big bad is literally being fought off by himself too? So they almost have to like team up with like, I, I imagine like the Avengers haven't actually team up with all these other Kangs to take out themselves kind of thing. I, but I don't know. I I, I want to, I want to see a lot of double crossing and triple crossing. You know, it feels like they're doing like crisscross applesauce and then bam, you dead, you dusted. Um, so you don't know who to trust. Which is kind of the theme of Secret Invasion. Well, um, I think that's what Modok plays that part. Is we are thinking he is mm. going to be this bad guy, but we've seen mm. his face. We know that's Darren Cross. He right. hates mm-hmm. the Pym family. He hates Scott Lang. But I think he's going to redeem himself in this movie and then die. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to my original thought of like getting the different Kings and doing different like personalities with all like the backstabbing that's going on is like maybe one version of Kang is actually working with Scott for some weird reason, but like a different version is like trying to double cross him. And there's a lot of, I feel like there's going to be a lot of like really having to pay attention and read between the lines in this movie. Yeah, that'd be, and that's why I'm most excited for this movie too, is just because the fact that, we are getting a bit of a deviation, deviant to get it, of uh, what's actually going on from, I mean, uh, we're getting, we're deviating from being the very humorous cl- 
like palate cleansing movie. And if they really want us to pay attention, to, like think between the lines and stuff, that's even cooler because it's just like this is the opportunity for Marvel really to show Phase Five ain't it ain't a joke, guys. We're really showing you a through line. It's very, very gonna be like thin, and then bam, splits off that way. Splits off tails this way, just like we saw with the TVA and the chaos that happens with the split timelines um, for incursions. Because we gotta know incursions are coming because we're getting secret, uh, secret wars. Um, so I'm excited. I'm Phase excited. five ain't nothing to fuck with. So let's bring Louis back in here and uh, just see what he says. Yeah, and that's how Wolverine dies. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, Louis! <laughs> <I> kill you. <laughs> Sorry, we played the spoiler alert, Lou, and I guess you didn't hear it. Uh, we're teasing, um, but we uh, we had some really good prediction discussion based off of what uh brian was saying here but brian i'll let louie in a little secret here you didn't you didn't have any howard the duck in your prediction no because he's a scroll howard the duck's coming in guardians of the galaxy in may okay i I believe that i believe he could come (laughs) in guardians galaxy he'll be there but we we do need a scroll in this movie we have to have a scroll do we we really do do. yeah we We have to why? Just leading up into phase the s- five. Because why Save not? the scrolls for the Marvels in July or whenever it's going. Yeah, that would make more sense. Like Fury coming in the Marvels makes way more sense than him coming at the beginning of this movie. He's always coming in the Marvels. Oh my god. Um yes. Thank you. I have to ask, <laughs> without giving too much away, was Brian's prediction about Shang-Chi. We have we not. haven't talked about Shang Chi at all, and I feel like he's his rings and the tra- like. The still of the trailer I saw had the rings going around Kang standing in the middle mm-hmm. doing the whole thing, and they were very Ten Rings looking things. Do you think we get a Shang Chi reference or a Shang Chi appearance or a Shang Chi anything I'm in this movie? Still kind of hit or miss on that. I think the rings and even the gauntlet from you know, Miss Marvel, they've got to relate somehow to Kang. But I don't think it's this Kang. So you're saying the rings have to do with Kang, just not the one we're seeing in this movie. There's, um, yeah. I don't want to ruin the uh, the trailer, but there is a fight scene that looks like somebody's using some sort of ring power that's coming out of their hands in a way off their wrists hmm. spider-man like a mm-hmm. like a rama tut kind of thing you know you know who rama tut is i assume i know king tut are they really rama tut was one of the, like the first kang the conquerors correct yeah he was like a a, a pharaoh back in the fucking ancient egypt or whatever ah. rama tut that would be cool that kind of 10 rings go with rama tut kind of thing that would be uh that'd be badass but so i did have to ask because you said that could that tie into eventually moon knight too because if that's egyptian or is that a stretch i mean we might see <laughs> bow Bow the god. I'm sorry. The god from Thor: Love <laughs> the, and Thunder. That's fucking the god. <laughs> the bow god. 
Yeah, bow. I would. Yeah, I'll take that. I want that as like a little stuffed animal to just put somewhere. Uh, in my I just house. want that. Yeah, so do I. So I can put it in the fucking fireplace. I just want that filled with <laughs> pork and cabbage in my fucking mouth right now. And you got throw that shit in the trash. Ninny Nanu or whatever. Ninny Nanny. He's got scissors. He can cut it up. What are you trying to run away from me? You can't catch me. I'm sorry, but Bao is the All stupidest right. fucking thing in MCU. That is it the stupidest just very, thing. It was very odd. All right, stupid. I had a thought. Very stupid is what I uh, call it. Odd and stupid. Stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if anyone likes it. It was funny, but Settle no, it's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. All right. So we were talking about Ten Rings, and I think we're going to get some variants in this movie. What if... Because the first time we learned really about the Ten Rings and the reference to it, even if it was a joke, was in Iron Man 3. Do we think, why, what is this gang shit you're doing over there? Iron Man 3, Stop. aim, MODOK, I, done. Hang on, the ten, I'm not done the yet. The Ten Rings were in Iron Man 1. Were they? No, uh, and, uh, yeah, they, they were, the terrorist they were group. in 1. They were the terrorist but, group that kidnapped Tony Stark and made him build us in a cave. But in three, we really got the idea of the Ten Rings and who they were and who they were led by. Although it was a... All right. It was kind of a joke. What if, to Brian's point of what he said about somebody using them, what if we have an Iron Man variant that comes into play? So many Iron Man variants. Tom Cruise! I swear to God, no. Superior Iron Man. He is superior. I'm just wondering. Because I feel like if if Shang-Chi was going to make an appearance in this movie, I feel like there'd be a little bit more attraction around that. But I feel like if we were to get like an Iron Man, I don't really think people would think of that. coming. Do you guys remember that? You know, that's a good point, though. But uh, do you remember that video? Uh, I don't want to say we did because I stole it from a guy's TikTok and I tried to stitch it ghetto wise. Um, <clears throat> Simi Liu was spotted at Disneyland, I think, uh, earlier in the fall last year. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, Hey, man, how's it going? He's like, Oh, hey. He was like, Hey, can't wait to see you in uh, Ant Man. Or he's like, Can't wait to see you in spring. And he's like, Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see you in Ant Man. Like, he's like, Okay. Yeah. He's like, Oh, yeah. He was like laughing, like, duh. Like, it's like, Oh, was it just a happenstance? Like, Oh, he's like, Oh, yeah. I had no idea what the guy had said, but whatever. Or are you right? Could he be showing up? I think it'd be a cool cameo, but also I think it would be a good cameo. Yeah, you're because you're kind of you're trying to say if Shang Chi is in this movie, you feel like it would have been like we probably the public probably would have found out by now, right? Is that what you're trying? Yeah, to, like, I think so. To? I mean, like I think of when like ever we all knew going into seeing No Way Home that we were going to get the other Spider Man. We didn't. Know. We all knew this. It. But we didn't know, but we all were like, we better fucking get this. Right. Yes. And I feel like if we were going to get Shang-Chi, there would be something that would allude to it because he's a current character that we're going to continue to see for a little while where there would make a little hint. Like I remember when we, I, I remember watching the trailer for Multiverse of Madness with Mr. Marvel a bajillion fucking times on the TV and stopping it every two seconds to look at stuff. And I think there was a point where we thought we were going to get an Iron Man variant, but I think it was somebody else. I can't remember. Um, where I feel like with this time, if we were to get a Shang-Chi, you would see a little bit of it because everybody would be like, oh, fuck yeah, he's going to be in this. 
but they wouldn't show anything if we were going to get an Iron Man variant because then everyone would be like, oh my God, Robert Downey Jr. is coming back. Mm. I don't. I see your point. I don't want to be that guy, but I do have to bring it up. You can be that guy. I, I really had no idea that Michael B. Jordan was going to be in uh, Wakanda forever until our prediction show when Devin or Bryant, somebody said, yeah, I think that he's going to be the one that she sees in the, in the astral plane or wherever the fuck they go. And I was like, holy shit, that would be awesome. I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar. So I think they could sneak people into movies willy nilly, you know, uh, especially if it's like a big deal. I think they could sneak them in easier than like, Devin saw uh, Melissa McCarthy playing Hella and Thor: Love and Thunder. Nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah, I saw that. So that's hard to that like you know. Yeah. Time. they can they can spoil that. But if it's like a really big deal, they can they can slide it in there pretty well. So that's. But just, I mean, also yeah. look, we're out of New York. We're in California with Ant Man. Shangli Chi in California. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, she yeah, Hulk is out right. there. So there could be a lot of little cameos, maybe at this big book signing or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. I forgot about She-Hulk. There's going to be definitely some big cameos to kick off phase five. I like what you're saying about at the premiere thing. I could definitely see some different people there. Yeah. Bunch of scrolls. Think about that. Oh, my God. We're yes. gonna have a scroll jar, and everybody's gonna have to put a dollar in it anytime they think somebody's gonna be a scroll in a movie. Well, and then I'm gonna take that money jar. and go to Disney. <laughs> well, good thing you got that popcorn bucket because it's gonna get full of dollars. <laughs> All right, here's my last funny question we could do because we know we're uh, close on time here. If there's that, provi- we know there's a red carpet. If it's a movie, whatever it is in this movie, who is your guess on our cameo we see on the red carpet? Probably an Avenger. Or whoever. Who would you want to put your money down on? Start with you, Lou. Who do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Oh, God. I don't know. If it's just a red... I would think Scott would be on the red carpet. He's the one, like, promoting himself and trying to be... Oh, I know he's there, but I'm saying cameo-wise. Oh, my God. I don't know. Fuck. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. It's a surprise. Kevin Smith will be on the fucking red carpet. <laughs> he likes superheroes and he's popular. He doesn't strike me as red carpet though. I'd shit my pants <laughs> if he shows up. Um, no, he's he's not an Ant Man guy per se. But he's a Marvel guy. Um, see, I was thinking not like celebrity. I'm just talking about like actual like. Avengers, like people from the, we think who might show up. I don't, I don't see Avengers being red carpet people. They're not like the boys or anything, or the seven rather. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Doesn't nobody strikes me as a as a being an Avenger to be on a red carpet. You know, like Hawkeye hated the the musical, and Tony's dead, and Steve's on the moon. And, and Wanda's a bad guy and she's dead, kind of. And who else? Fucking Falcon. She never died. Falcon doesn't. I think we get, I think it could be Bruce. Uh, hmm. Maybe. I, I don't know. 
Bruce would be cool. I don't know. That's not a question for me. I have no fucking like Kanye. No, Kanye's blackballed. No. Um, so Kanye, Kevin Smith, and uh, uh, Bruce walk into a bar. Let's go with uh, fucking. Mm, I don't know. Pass. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. That was funny. Uh, how about you, Ashley? Who do you think is going to go with the red carpet or shows up? I mean, I could see Bruce. Like, I'm thinking of like who was close with Ant Man, and I agree. I don't think we're going to get Sam Wilson in this one, especially now with him being Captain America. I feel like he's very like high, high profile. I think it could be Bruce because he's very like humble and open. And like, I just think of the scene of them at the Waffle House in um, Endgame of him talking to the kids and like very like personable with people. So I feel like he might be somebody that would want to walk the red carpet and be like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. I have an ice cream flavor named after me and all that kind of crap. Um, I would see him. I could, I don't think she Hulk would be there. Cause she's not like high profile enough in my opinion for that. I don't think it would be moon Knight. Although I actually really love that show. So I would like to see moon Knight again. I like that show. And I like Oscar Oscar Isaac. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner it is. But I also feel like we could get just some like regular, like general celebrities that would be there, like given like Oceans 8, Oceans Eleven vibes where you just have them as like cameos in the movie. Ah. Interesting. Sandra Bullock. Ooh. I vibe with that. There you go. There's Louise's uh, prediction too. <laughs> <laughs> I want Kevin Feige walking the red carpet. That's what I want. That'd be pretty cool. I really thought we were going to get him in She-Hulk for a minute when she was like, where's Kevin? I was like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> How about you, uh, Mr. Marvel? What do um, you got? I actually like the idea of She-Hulk walking that red carpet. All She-Hulked out. Yeah, I, I, that could work. I mean, she is a superhuman lawyer and she could be representing Scott Lang. I mean, he's got a pretty tainted past. People suing him for defamation mm. of his... All of his big, bold prediction, not predictions, but all the things he's saying. Yeah, that makes sense, I think. Or to your tie-in with Fantastic Four and thinking red carpet, strutting type of person, Victor Von Doom. (gasps) There it is, man. I hope we get Doom. And it's more like he's just trying to, you know, get Scott's attention and talk to him about this you know, shrinking and bigging and quantum realm stuff and time travel, and they brush him off. And then he gets real pissed. Yeah, before he's all ugly and doomed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, handsome Victor Von Doom? Yeah. Henry. I mean, he's a red carpet kind of dude right there. Henry Cavill out there strutting around. Killian Murphy, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who do you think would play him? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, no. he's so old. I think Daniel Craig is for sure going to be bold of the brave. After that, Joshua Hor- uh, Josh Horowitz interview mm-hmm. that came out on the podcast, 100%. He's, they were, I mean, they were going to put him in. All the rest of madness got scrapped, yeah. I think, because of COVID. But I think, he's, I think he's coming. Whenever Hercules shows up again, I think that's when they're going to show up bold or brave. More like Jerkules. Which I'm stoked for. Jerkules. <laughs> Um, Doom. Louie and I talked about this on another episode because we saw the latest rumor at the time was Adam Driver being in the running for uh, Mr. Fantastic. But we both kind of no. feel Doom would be better. Yeah, 
to kind yes. of get. He's more of a villain character. But then I, you know, oh, I, I agree. Yes, I heard that episode. Brian was playing it one day when we were working from home. Oh, so we did release it. <laughs> you released Sorry, something because you said something about Penn Bagley and you were talking about the stuff that he's been in and you guys said Gossip Girl and I'm rewatching Gossip Girl and there Brian you go. had like a funny interaction about it. But I don't there think Penn Bagley should be in it either. Uh, is he the guy from uh, You? Yeah. Is he that Yeah, guy? he's okay. the lead guy. That's him. The serial killer or whatever New it is. episodes out today. Right. But, you know, I will say, though, because we know sometimes Reed is, you know, he's smart, but sometimes he's too smart for his own good and he could be a dick and whatever. Yeah, tell her, Black And I think it'd be kind of actually, <laughs> I think Adam Driver could actually do that. But I think the reason why I would be all right if he was Reed instead of Doom is because it would be kind of nice to actually see Driver not as a villain again. Because I feel like people might just see him too much as Kylo Ren and be like, oh, it's just Kylo Ren behind another mask again. But, I mean, they are different characters. And Doom is much more a threat than Kylo Ren is. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because then you don't want him to get, like, typecasted as only being able to play a certain character or, like, a certain type of persona. Right, and he knows how to act really well with his face. Yeah, he does have good face. He's not one of my favorite actors. I... Like I, I, for me personally, I would love to see John Krasinski be Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four, but I just don't think that that's going to happen. I was really hoping it was going to be like him and Emily Blunt, but yeah, I agree. Right. I was hoping he was going to direct Fantastic Four. I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, me too. I think Chris Evans should come back and play the Human Torch because I think that would be hysterical. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens for Secret Wars. Variant. He's going to be a variant. <laughs> He's going to be a right, scroll yeah. variant of the Human Torch. <laughs> I just need Chris Evans to come as a variant as Captain America and the Human Torch in like the same movie and just have it be like a really Captain funny. America on fire because he's a variant. <laughs> well, then you got to throw Michael B. Jordan ass. in there. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. He's Killmonger on fire is a variant. Look, there we go. <laughs> I said, I, oh, that's oh, right. Because Miles Teller played it in the last I want, one. That was such a bad I movie. want Miles Teller to be D- Victor Von Doom. Ooh, I kind of like that. He's been very that. popular recently after uh, Top Gun. He's, he's a good-looking guy. He's a fucking great actor. It's not his fault that movie sucked. He balls. really is. And also, I feel like oh, I like the new Top Gun. No, uh, fan fan four stick. Oh, fantastic! Oh yeah, fan. And I feel like that's <laughs> Brian fell asleep. I feel like that's the perfect like comeback story. He was Reed Richards in fan four stick. That movie was garbage. And now he's Victor Von Doom in the MCU, just like fucking killing it. I think that would be awesome. But I dig it. I don't get what I want. So he's going to keep being mustache guy on Top Gun. Victor Von Doom, but with a mustache. Mustache. That'd be funny. <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think that just about does. I mean, we're almost at two hours here. So that's that's been the show, guys. I mean, there's a lot we talked about, a lot that we did not talk about. Uh, so we don't really spoil too much that's shown in the plot the trailers and everything but if you want more of a little bit of an in-depth and some little predictions here and there uh brian and i did do a fun instagram live at the time of the second trailer dropping um uh, was it even this year i forget or was it very very end of 2022 either way it's in the podcast feed it was this year thank you so you can go check it out and uh listen to that and see what we had to say because uh, it had some fun trailer breakdowns. I think we dived a little bit more into the Shang-Chi side of things too with the rings. Um, so with that being said, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and be sure to send us your predictions either by emailing us 
earthy94podcast at gmail.com or just send us a message on literally anything, including Napster, MySpace, Slack. Check out our Slack. <laughs> Don't forget to check them out on LimeWire. LimeWire, yep, we have no Trojan horses here. And where can we find you guys? You can uh, find me, Mr. Marvel's Minutes, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, it's there. And make sure you check out my full spoiler review in two weeks on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And how about you, Ashley? You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Ashley Spooky Castle. There you go. And uh, if you uh, are too lazy to do any of that, literally like we always do, just check the damn show notes, guys. It's all right there. Links and all. Save you the time. Well, great, guys. This has been an awesome discussion. Uh, we don't have any shout-outs to do this week because we haven't done trivia for a long time because... Because uh, I suck. No, someone... Because I fucking suck. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we've both been very, very busy. It's been, wow, work it's and life and... That's right. Busy as shit is the theme of this episode. But we'll have more of that coming soon, so stay uh, engaged with us. We're going to have a great time. That being said, that's been the episode. So we will see you guys after the movie. And be on the lookout for when we do the full spoiler discussion. You guys will probably be back. Uh, Brian and Ashley are welcome to have you guys on again. Um, and find out how right or wrong some of us or all of us or maybe just this guy with one thumb pointing up and hoping we get scrolls. Maybe I'll be wrong as shit again. So we will find out. It's been a blast. So see you guys next time. Bye. How does a variant wing work?